Let me tell you a story. There's a janitor who works at the school where my wife is the, the nurse. And he was at the school late because there's a pickup basketball game the school is open for. I, for, I don't know how frequently. Unbeknownst to him, there's actually a second game scheduled after the first one. And so he was responsible for either going home and coming back to lock up or staying at the school and waiting for this game to be over. Now this guy doesn't have a car and it was that bitterly cold weather. So rather than walk home and walk back, he opted to stay at the school later than he normally would have after doing his janitorial stuff. And he could have, by rights, just sat on a chair and looked around through his phone. But instead, he chose to get out the floor polisher and polish the floor in my wife's office and also a couple of the cafeterias extra beyond what he should have been doing. And Cecilia was so moved by this, precisely because he didn't need to do it. Precisely because he chose to do it anyways. And it's such a wonderful example of the joy we can create in the world by the extra effort that we choose to put in when we don't need to. I think about this a lot and I'm glad to have the story to help me think about it in a more concrete way because I know in my own marriage, our marriage is full of times when we do things for the other person, not because we have to, but because we want to and almost precisely because we don't have to, right? An act of service to other people is something that you don't have to do, but you choose to do it anyways. Last year, our daughters were solidly in the camp of making their own breakfast. And sometimes they'd have cereal, sometimes they'd have bagel and cream cheese. But we noticed our younger daughter getting into a pattern of kind of eating a crappy breakfast. Not eating enough, not getting enough protein. Essentially, you know, cherry picking the sugary cereal and leaving the granola at the bottom of the bowl, not drinking the milk, that sort of thing. So I said to her, I'm going to start making you breakfast. The deal is you've got to eat it, right? She, had, she was claiming at the time that she really didn't like eggs. I was like, this cannot stand. So I started making her an egg a day. Sometimes she'd have cereal with it, sometimes toast. She always had to have a little couple swallows of milk. She was saying she didn't like milk either. Like milk and eggs are the two healthiest parts of this breakfast. You will have them until you come to like them. But, aside from it being 
something that I was forcing her to do, uh, it also became an act of service for me. I, I don't need to do it. She could feed herself. But I choose to do it because I know that her life will be better, both now and how she's feeling today, but also for decades to come in the habits that she establishes now and the food preferences that she establishes now and the stories that she tells herself about herself now that will carry forward for the rest of her life. It's an act of service for that. So this morning, she didn't want cereal, she didn't want, she was packed a bagel and cream cheese as part of her lunch, so she didn't want that. So I made her oatmeal. And the, all of this is, um, it's like further, exa- um, not exacerbated, it's further amplified by the fact that I intermittent fast in the morning, so I wait to eat breakfast until 10, 30, 12. So I'm preparing food for people and I'm not eating myself. So it's not just I'm making food, would you like some? Which sometimes happens on the weekends. But it's, no, no, I am making you your breakfast. And sometimes I worry that she'll take it for granted. But you know what? She hasn't. So we kind of get the best of both worlds. She's grateful and I get to serve her. And also at the same time, guide her in the direction that I feel like she should be guided in as her parent. And all of it comes from a willingness to do the thing that I don't have to do. It seems to me like all the things that are hard in my life, that are under my control, Right, so there's always hard things that are hard in your life that are not in your control. But the things that are hard in my life that are under my control always boils down to me not doing the extra thing that I could do for somebody else. And there are times when it's so tempting not to. There are times when you're just tired and you're like, oh, you know, I don't want to do that. But what I found is that the sweetness in relationships with my kids, with Cecilia, with my friends, comes from doing the thing as an act of service. Doing the thing without being asked to do it. Doing the thing not because I have to, but because I choose to. And from now on, whenever I do those things, I think I'll be thinking about Bob the janitor and how he polished my wife's office floor on an evening when he didn't have to, but he chose to anyways. Thank you for listening. Talk tomorrow.